Good evening. Greetings. This is Rosemary Downer from All Things Space Walk. I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of um, the teaching that I do here. All Things Space, Space, Space Walk takes pride in teaching the word in practical ways, bite-sized quantities, understandable ways that we can take the word of God, walk them out, and enrich our spiritual lives. So I'm going to go back to a topic today that I've dealt with in depth in many places and in many ways, and that's the topic of forgiveness. This is a topic that will never go away. It's a topic that many of us, an issue that many of us struggle with. It's a thing that the devil uses to trick us, to trap us in so many ways. So I want to show us the indisputability of forgiveness. I just made up that word. I'm allowed. I just made up that word, indisputability. I think that's a real word, actually, that forgiveness is a mandate. There's just no other way uh, to go about it. We must forgive if we're children of God. So I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be here. And I pray that you will find this teaching to be edifying. I'm going to invite you to, please, subscribe to the channel. If you are not a subscriber, like what you see today or hear today and comment on the teaching. Forward it to someone else so they too can be a blessing, can get a blessing from this. So again, to deal with the topic forgiveness today, I'm going to share some scriptures with you and show you that forgiveness really is not an option. It's indisputable. It's a mandate. It's a must. And at whatever point you're hearing this or seeing this, whatever you may be struggling, whatever hurt, whatever offense, whatever wrong was done to you, understand that although it appears to be so difficult to do and impossible to do, you can do it. I am convinced that you can do it because God mandates it. And he's not going to ask us to do something that he doesn't empower us to do. He's not going to ask us to do something that he doesn't equip us to do. He's not going to ask us to do something, anything that he doesn't help us to do. So the bottom line is, if we find it so difficult to forgive, we're not taking and accepting the help that he's giving us to do. I want to encourage you in the love of Jesus Christ today to realize that unforgiveness is only there to kill you. It's going to steal from you. It's going to make a disgrace out of you. That's what unforgiveness does. You don't live life to the fullest when we carry people in our hearts. We can't. So there are scriptures that point to the, to the necessity, the requirement, the mandate, the order, the command to forgive. So we can argue with scripture all we want. We won't win. And I want to talk about some of those scriptures today. We can argue with scripture all we want. 
but we will not win. There are some misconceptions about forgiveness. Some people think it's negotiable, meaning you can forgive for some things, but some things are just too bad to forgive. It's not hard. It's, it's too hard to do. That's another misconception. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Some things are too egregious, meaning it's too gross. It's too bad. It's too, it hurts too deeply to forgive. You raped my seven-year-old daughter. Why, how can I forgive you? You shot, shot my only son at gunpoint. Innocent. How can I forgive you? Nothing is too hard. Nothing is too bad. Nothing is too difficult. Nothing is too deep to forgive. There's nothing anyone could do to any one of us that is worse than, than our disobedience to his word. That is worse than what made him have to come to the cross. Nothing that anyone could possibly do that is worse than what made him laid down his life for us. So the, some, these are some of the misconceptions of forgiveness. It's negotiable. It's too hard to do. Some things are just too bad to forgive. So I want to talk about a few scriptures that highlight the fact that forgiveness is indeed a mandate and not a request. Neither is it a suggestion. It is a must. It's a requirement. If we call ourselves a child of God, we must forgive. Scripture number one, Colossians 3 verse 13. Bear with one another or bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a, has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Let's look at that verse. Do we see any suggestion in there? Do we see any wiggle room in there? It comes straight forward. Bear with one another and forgive one another. There are no conditions in there. Simply forgive one another. If any of you, any of us have an argument, a grievance against someone, forgive them. Then it goes on to say, forgive as the Lord forgave you. So when we came to him forgiveness, he forgave us. And every time we offend someone, he forgives. And he doesn't remind us of what he has forgiven us of. He doesn't count how many times he forgives us. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. This does not read like a suggestion or a request. We must forgive just like the Lord has forgiven us and continues to forgive us. How do we expect to refuse to forgive someone else? But then we go to God and ask him for forgiveness. That, 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 that makes no sense. Second scripture, Ephesians 4, 31 to 32. Get rid of all bitterness. It went, it went right in. It, get, it went right in. Get rid of all bitterness. That's that, the tone alone. It's an order. Get rid of all bitterness, all rage, all anger, all brawling, all slander, along with every form of malice. Every form of malice. Meaning, I don't care. God don't care. He's not putting a condition on who did it to you or what they did, or how long they did it for, or how, how bad it was. All form of malice. Whether it's church hurt, 
spousal abuse, parental abuse, sibling abuse, employer abuse. Ah, he's not putting a name on it. All form of malice. Whether they rob you, whether they stole all your money, whether they were fraud, all form of malice. Get rid of all bitterness. Get rid of all rage, all anger, all slander, all form of Get rid of it. It's an order. Flip side of that, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Here we see it again. Forgive as Christ has forgiven you. It is a command that we forgive just as God has forgiven us. It's a command. It's not a suggestion. Forgive each other just as Christ has forgiven us. That's what we are supposed to do. I don't hear any suggestion so far. If you hear any, put it in the comments. Matthew 18, 21 to 22. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him. How many times should someone sin against me? And I forgive them. Jesus said, till seven times. Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70 times seven. That's 490 times. Anyone offend you 490 times has a mental problem. So Jesus was really not putting a number on it. He was saying limitless. Don't count it. And you know why we shouldn't count it? Because Jesus, God, doesn't count our offense against him. He just forgives us. And when he forgives us, he casts us cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. Our sins and our forgiveness are as far apart as the east is from the west. And the east and the west never meet. So we, they will never collide again. Forgiveness Sin. Sin is gone. That's how God does it. And he's saying, do it the way he does it. Don't count. There is no limit. This was a, um, let me see, uh, not an not a answer to take literally. Jesus, J Peter asked the question. And Peter would be the one to ask the question. And Jesus gave him the answer. Until seventh times seven. In a day. In a day. Or even in a lifetime. Anybody in your lifetime offend you almost 500 times you almost need to run away from that person they're insane so it's not going to happen so basically he's saying don't count okay sometimes we sometimes actually we don't need to we can't really forgive because i mean we can forgive but you forgive knowing the person is going to offend you again so that's really forbearance and this is a whole different teaching we also don't want to make ourselves available for someone to keep violating us. So given the situation, we may need to safely, in a healthy manner, in a Christ-like, non-obnoxious manner, create some boundaries between you and the abusive person. So this is not to say that you're going to make yourself available to someone to offend you over and over and over again. If you know their behavior is not changing, you now have, have to set up some safeguard for your spirit, for your emotions, for your mind, and maybe even for your body. Right? 
But should they repeat their offense, our job is to forgive, period. Mark eleven twenty five. 25. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. Forgive them so that your father is... <laughs> Forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins. I chuckled because of the word, so that. It's conditional. I hope you're seeing the mandate that is placed on forgiveness. Forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Telling me that if we do not forgive our sins, our offenses against another person will not be forgiven. This is not talking about forgiveness for salvation. That, that's, that's not conditional. That's, this, is, this is different. We're talking to save people here. Our offense against another person will not be forgiven if we can't forgive a person who offend us. That's what this is. To, so that, so that, so that your father in heaven may forgive your, you your sins. Key word, so that in order for him to forgive us, we must forgive somebody else. The risk is too great, my brothers and sisters. Don't take the risk. Don't do it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Go. The risk is too great. Our forgiveness from the Father is contingent upon us forgiving our offenders, and you're going to hold on to something? I want to encourage you today see this as a requirement, see this as a mandate, see this as having no other way to do it but to just let it go. Do it. Psalm 66 18 If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. I don't want to be praying and he's not hearing me. I don't want to be praying and he's not answering me. But if we don't forgive, that's what's going to happen. I want to encourage you today. It's a requirement and it's, it's for our good, not his good. It doesn't do, it's not for him. It's for us. And, on, you know, we're going to get hurt if we live in this world and mingle with other flawed individuals like we are flawed, just like we hurt people, we're going to get hurt. It, it's just inevitable. Unless you go under a rock somewhere and never come back out and don't deal with any other flawed human being, then you won't be hurt. But it, as long as we are alive in this earth, we're going to be hurt and we're going to hurt somebody else. So we can't afford to have iniquity. We can't afford to have offense. We can't afford to have malice. We can't afford to have anger or hate, resentment in our heart because the Lord will not hear us. This is Bible. Everything I'm, you have the verses. This, I'm not, this is not coming out of my head. I'm reading Bible verses. Luke 6, 37, judge not and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive and he shall be forgiven. Same thing again. Forgive and he shall be forgiven. Don't forgive and he shall not be forgiven. Forgive and God will in turn forgive you. There's no room here for negotiation. 
There's no room here for debate. There's no room here for discussion. Forgive and he shall be forgiven. Period. Matthew 6, 14 to 15. Judge not. This is, I read it from Luke. I'm now going to read it from Matthew. Matthew 6, 14 to 15. Judge not and he shall not be judged. Condemn not and he shall not be condemned. Forgive and he shall be forgiven. Same verse. So we just talked about a few verses from the Bible depicting the indisputability of the word of God surrounding forgiveness. We can argue with scripture. We can negotiate. We can uh, rationalize. Well, you know, my father did this to me from I was seven years old until I was 19 and he messed up my life. And then, and then, and then. we can do all of that. And I'm not minimizing it. It's those things are real. And you were a victim and you didn't deserve it. God, but you have come to know Jesus Christ and he can turn those pain into your pulpit. He can turn your mess into your message. That probably came into your life to equip you so you can help another victim. But we can't lay out our pain in the form of pulpit or our mess in the form of a message if we have offense, if we have unforgiveness in our heart. It's not negotiable. It's not up for discussion. It's the word of God and God is not being mean, is not being insensitive because he helps us to do it. We cannot forgive in our own will. We cannot forgive in our own strength. He helps us to do it. Forgiveness is an act of the will. It's a decision we make. You know what? I'm done. I can't keep going like this. It's a decision. Yes. So I'm inviting you to go back and look at these scriptures. Pray to the Lord to help you if you're struggling. If you know someone who is struggling, share it with them. Forward it to them. Share it with them. Let them see it in the word of God that is required for our souls to be saved. It's required for our prayers to be answered. It's required, hallelujah, for us to be forgiven. Yes, share it with them. And I want to share this book with you, The High Call of Forgiveness that I've written. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on my website, Books by Rosemary. You can find it on Barnes & Noble. It's in audio, it's in print, and it's a digital ebook, right? So it's a powerful book on forgiveness, very comprehensive. I also have a 40-day devotional on forgiveness. I also have a study series with a leader guide and a student workbook. All the books are there. You can see the picture of them there, okay? So it's great for women's group. It's great for Bible studies, midweek, Sunday morning. If you're a Sabbath keeper, Saturday morning, Friday night, whenever you do your Sabbath, small women's group, small group, men's group, it's perfect. You have the leader guide with the answers. You have the student workbook that they can work in. You have a devotional and you have a book. Plenty of materials on forgiveness. So check it out. So if you like what you heard today and you're not a subscriber, I'm encouraging you to subscribe or like or comment or share. And I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. You can find me on Facebook at Books by Rosemary, Books by Rosemary Downer. Same thing on Instagram. Twitter is Books Rosemary. YouTube, as you see here, is all things Faith Walk. I want to hear from you. Comment, share, subscribe. And I want to thank you, thank you, thank you 
Amen. Thank you so very much for joining me on another episode of All Things I can't do this without you. But keep coming back, keep sharing, keep forwarding. And as we grow together in the Lord, know that His grace is sufficient even to forgive. The Lord bless you. Bless you.